Welcome to episode 12 of It Is What It Is, presented by Sports Cap Value. Today is Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. The NBA Finals just wrapped up with the Denver Nuggets beating the Miami Heat in five games to capture the title this season. The Nuggets are something else and have a lot of talent, obviously with the Joker and Murray and Gordon. That team could be tough for a long time, similar to the Warriors uh, six to seven years ago when Steph and Clay were taking the NBA by storm. With that wrapping up, we're officially in the days of summer with MLB and golf. Some people call these the dog days for sports betting. I call it opportunity leading up to football season. And man, we are closer than ever than you think to September. We're hitting summer in stride and uh, making our way to July 4th. And before you know it, It'll be fall practice and the first week of college football season kicking off before you know it. What better way to jump on board and be a part of our place today? Sign up for our seven-day free trial today on our website, sportscapvalue.com. Even better, when you join for 30 days, you will receive a mystery sign-up gift for our next 100 subscribers and be entered for a chance for a $200 gift card for one of those lucky 100 subscribers. So go to our website today, sportscatvalue.com, and grab a 30-day package. This episode is all about golf, golf, golf. And you know what I'm talking about. Yes, we have the U.S. Open starting tomorrow, but we have to start off with the bombshell of news that happened last week. Yes, the PGA Tour and LIV and the PIF, the public funnel, whatever you want to call it, are joining forces in an out-of-nowhere move. This was all over the news outlets last week when this was announced. There really hasn't been any details released yet as no one was aware of this. The players had no idea. Just a few select business and PGA heads who brokered the deal. Again, there's a bunch of unknowns and we want to know for sure what is going to happen. A lot of players seem to be outraged at first when the news came out. I feel bad for the ones that stayed with the PGA and have nothing to show for it. Fact of the matter is, the guys that took a chance joining Live ended up being right. Seems like they got the bag and are more than likely to be ended up back on the PGA Tour in some sense, uh, probably in the near future um, or within probably the next year, I would bet. Now, whether they come back immediately or through some sort of uh, suspension or whatnot, um, that will have to be determined. My take on it, uh, as it appears, uh, the PGA Tour realized it was not going to beat the lawyers and uh, were getting drowned in fees trying to end Liv. Um, Liv had unlimited money. Basically just came in within the last two to three years and now is uh, partly in the control of the golf landscape going forward, or at least having their hand in it. Not sure what their intent is when you have unlimited money, but here we are with some sort of merger, I guess. I say that in air quotes. Again, a lot of unknowns here. The team aspect, obviously you assume they will play for even more money than before. Allegedly, there were there will be some sort of for-profit portion, yet PGA will keep its non-profit too. Also, how will the big stars that uh, stayed with the PGA Tour be compensated? Like Rory, JT, Rom, Spieth, Fowler, and so on. Matsuyama. I mean, there's a lot of big names. That's just to name a few. 
my biggest thing is I'm, I'm excited that we are getting all the best golfers back together outside of the four weeks for the four majors. Um, but my biggest thing is how will the fan experience improve the TV portion as well? We need more caddy pro interaction, more golf shots, less commercials, more on course interviews, anything to improve what it is today. And I know that's uh, easier said than done, but, having more golf and more interaction for the fans. It'll be interesting to see if there's any way they can improve on that. I know they have to keep the sponsors happy, but when you have uh, um, the live, the Saudi guys coming in with their, their financial backing, maybe that changes a little bit. So I'm not sure how that will shake out um, as things go forward, um, but we'll see. So time will tell. I don't know if it's going to happen in the short run or long run, but I expect uh, this to move pretty fast. So we'll, we'll see what happens as we continue uh, to watch this closely. Before we move on to discuss the U.S. Open kicking off tomorrow, I want to answer another question from our listeners. We started this new segment in the last episode, and we'd like to continue this engagement. Seems to get a lot of positives, and I personally love this type of stuff. Um, For this question, this comes from Brad out of South Carolina, our state. What is your advice when it comes to the picking of golfers and what do you recommend on the number of bets per tournament? That is a great question. Um, When it comes to betting golfers, I like to look at several factors. The magnitude of the tournament, for one. For example, this week being the U.S. Open, I expect a lot of big names to be there at the end, trying to win it on the back nine Sunday. As well, I always bring this up to all subscribers, and that's value. The course set up, Weather versus the player draws. Some players will have better opportunities to come out the gate hot the first two rounds. I think that's a huge factor. Experience is key as always. Going back and looking at prior tournament history doesn't hurt. I also like to sprinkle money on a lot of a lot of golfers too, um, and and see what kind of guys are peaking uh, leading up to the tournament as well as the big names peaking up to the tournament. I think that's key as well as uh, to look into. Um, when I mentioned sprinkling money, sprinkling money on a lot of golfers, that helps to somewhat hedge your bets. I would sprinkle half a unit or one unit on like five of the top guys, no one less than thirty-one odds uh, for this major, particularly. I would then sprinkle the same amount of units on top tens for the tournament. I would sprinkle maybe three, three bets on three golfers. Uh, in that 30 to 50 to 1 range, and then maybe the same amount of units on the top 20 bet. Maybe two plays on 30 to 51 as well. If you're concerned about the number of units, um, reduce those to the number of golfers for each category, i.e. the outright winner, outright winner, top 10, and top 20. So just be cautious of that. Again, this is not a – yeah, we are handicappers, but golf is not a daily thing. We are daily handicappers. Yes, we do handicap golf. But you still have to, at the end of the day, be conscious of your units that you're putting down for for one tournament that's going to last four days. So you don't want to spend your whole bankroll on one golf tournament. So just, again, be cautious of the units that you're putting on. I do like, like I said, reduce the amount of units and the particular units, but continue to keep an eye out for those top golfers.
Speaking of funny shit, did you all see the video that Joel Damon got from his uh, from Ric Flair last week as a cameo? Uh, for those that don't know, that is where an athlete, maybe an entertainer or somebody well-known creates a personalized video for someone. Joel's caddy, uh, Gino, decided to surprise him with it, and it is gold. Take a listen. Woo! Joel, it's a nature boy here. That's right. The original Rolex wearing, the diamond ring wearing, the limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun that's here worried about you, as are all your followers. Your golf game has gone to hell. I mean, last place finishes. Even a tie for last? Come on, man. You're better than that. I heard you can't putt worth a damn. <laughs> Come on, brother. You got friends that are concerned about your game. If they're concerned, you know the women are concerned. The women are concerned, <laughs> I'm worried about you, Joel. We got to have hot women in our life. To have hot women, you got to play really good golf. You got to break 70, buddy. Actually, 80. I heard you're having a tough time breaking 90. Come on, brother. Step up to the plate. 300-yard drives. 20-foot putts. Out of the sand trap and everything else. Come on, man. Get the game going, says the nature boy. Woo! And all your friends who think you're the man. God bless and stay strong. Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, I got a good kick out of that. I'm dying. <laughs> I guess Joel had been struggling with uh with his game, and I guess the, him the relationship that him and his caddy have uh, seems to be uh pretty strong. So I think this is a good laugh, good icebreaker. Maybe it'll pay dividends for Joel this week at the U.S. Open. Uh, so uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. I thought it's just uh, I thought I shared with that. It's uh pretty funny. Anyways, with that being said, the third major is here with the U.S. Open kicking off from L.A. Country Club. This is the first time that the uh, tournament has been here in like 75 years. There really is no history to go by on what to expect from the field. I think the scoring will vary a lot. Seems to be a course that there could well be a wide range from folks going really low to really bad. (laughs) Or you want to say really high. Um Seems to be uh, there was a Pac-12 college golf tournament played there maybe ten years ago, and a Walker Cup I think is really only like the the most recent history of actually competitive golf. I think the holes are very drastically too, which could turn out for some really cool uh, TV coverage. There's like a 290 yard par three as well as a 75 yard par three, which is crazy, and I can't wait to see how that plays out and how the guys play it. I know there was some coverage earlier this week that they could potentially put that pin on the 75 yard par three on the front of the green and potentially some pros wouldn't be able to get to it, which I thought was odd. That would be fascinating TV. So I guess we'll see how that goes and what the USGA does uh, with that uh, moving forward. Um, This is being played in California. 
so we're getting primetime golf for us East Coast folks. Man, I wish every major was primetime outside of the ones they play in South Carolina. That may be biased, of course. But what's better than watching live golf at night? It doesn't happen a lot, but when it does, it makes for great television. With the recent news of the PGA and Live, this tournament is going to be exciting, as well as with Brooks coming off the PGA being the winner and the momentum he has. The game overall is in a great place. Um, far as my picks, I, I spoke about – I answered the question earlier from Brad in regards to maybe strategy and how, what to pick, how many to pick. So as far as those goes, I've given those out on my social media, on my TikTok and Instagram. So go check that out um, at my handle, at SportsCatValue. I'm not going to go through the specifics. I pretty much gave them to you earlier without giving them to you. So go check it out on our social media at sports cat value so that is all for episode 12 i wanted to just go quick and um hit some stuff on the golf again we're going strong uh on our website go check it out you can um we'd love to have you we're going strong in mlb on a daily basis and before you know it football is going to be here We'd love to have you signed up and ready to go before football. Give us a chance. We've got a seven-day free trial as well as um, we'll give you a 30-day with a chance to win a $200 gift card. So go on our website at SportsCatValue. Our website is uh, SportsCatValue.com. We look forward to um, doing this and hopefully – your golf picks turn out well for you and uh, you pick a, the U.S. Open winner and uh, hope you enjoy the coverage. Hopefully we've given you a lot of insight, a lot of golf-related stuff on this episode. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you in the future. And uh, until then, we'll uh, continue to kind of keep moving this thing forward and going from there and as well. And at the end of the day, uh, yeah, we love you guys. And until then, we'll see you soon.